Thank you for tuning in. This is What the Bleep with Sarah Blair and Crystal Gwynn. Crystal Gwynn! I'm going to leave this because I just totally effed that up. What the bleep? Anyways, her real name is Crystal Gwynn. Um, a disappearance story that we can talk about, and then I figured you can go into your thing afterwards. Okay. In November of 1953, Felix Moncla, yep, that's how you say it, was sent <laughs> <laughs> on an unidentified air- <laughs> aircraft. Well, <laughs> I can't even. I should either. I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the little picture thingy? Bleep. Okay, what the bleep? <laughs> Get your shit together, lady. <laughs> I'm reading it. I'm like, uh, I don't know. All right, so let's start over. Okay. In November of 1953, Felix Moncla was sent to check on an unidentified aircraft while working for the U.S. Air Force when he showed Monclo and aircraft overlapping each other. Soon after, only one remained and the UFO flew north. There was no trace of Monclo or his aircraft. So, he went to go check on this UFO and then boom, disappears. I think he was abducted. He was abducted. But what happened to his aircraft? They just like suck it up too? How big was the UFO? Well, maybe they have like that. Um, I mean, it mm. could have been like a mothership, or you know, maybe they sucked him into another dimension. That's like a whole new freaking. <laughs> like he's right just there, floating in black nothing. <laughs> I don't know. That's how I picture other dimensions. <laughs> like this. No. Hello, nothing. <laughs> I think of it as like, like there's a rip in our world, and it just like. You go in it, yeah. and then you're in a different Probably. one. <laughs> That's what I think. I don't, I don't know crap about dimensions, but uh, I do, I don't know. I think it would be really uh, arrogant of us to think that we're the only beings in this, Absolutely. you know, universe. There's no way. And, uh, you know, and I'm like, I'm totally, you know, believe some that they've actually had experiences like that now a lot of them are full yeah. of shit <laughs> but i think that some of them are actually true um he maybe he's like having the time of his life with all these alien <laughs> chicks with three boobs yeah. like in total recall that, he, he's like i'm never coming back <laughs> he's like all this that is <laughs> just everywhere <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. That's like crazy. Like, how how do you lose an entire freaking? I, I know. Plane? Like, okay, the guy is one thing that that happens. <laughs> that happens, I yeah. guess. But the whole. I guess he could fall into a hole. You know, maybe he like crashed as soon as. Well, no, because they never found the aircraft or anything. No trace of him. Like he never. Not really anywhere. too far back. No. Um, I for some reason I thought they were. Um, he was over the ocean, which would kind of make sense. <laughs> but if he wasn't, no, 
it didn't say he was. It just said that he went to go check it out while he's working for the U.S. Air Force. Hmm. And it didn't say where. It just said the UFO flew north. But mm. one time, whenever I first started working at the casino, yes, everybody, we work at the casino. Not mm. the only casino on the planet, just a casino here. But anyway, so um, when I was a CSR, though, which is a customer service representative, I might like I think it was like the first week I was um riding home with my friend Ashley who was also a CSR and we got to like we lived in we lived in this rural rural I can never say that word I know rural. it's oh, I speech impediments world <laughs> the rural town <laughs> I don't know I can't talk uh, oh. so like we um we were we turned on the dirt road and then i could see this like huge i mean pretty large green orb above my house like i could see my house at the end of the dirt road and i was like um ashley do you see that and she was like oh my god i do see that and it just like hovered over (laughs) the it was not very far off the ground like maybe 30 feet and um as soon as nothing yeah it was like this yeah like this green orb light like just this round green light and um all i can think of is slimer from freaking (laughs) busters but as soon as we got closer to the house it like shot straight to the left or i guess it would be to our right but to the left of the house Mm -hmm. and disappeared into the sky but it left like a trail of light behind it like it was going so fast and yeah. it went from like one side to the left side and disappeared, you know, in a split second. And I was like, oh my God. And I told her, I was like, it was a UFO. That had to be a UFO. And she was freaking out. She's like, now I don't want to drive home. She was oh dropping me off. Yeah. That yeah, was like, and you had to get out and go sleep there. I know. You know? Ooh. That was my UFO experience. As, I mean, I, I assume that's what I mean. If something was flying that I did not identify. So well, I mean, me. that that classifies as a UFO, I guess. Exactly. That is like but, the definition, right? Yeah, <laughs> I could yeah. <laughs> Oh my goodness, I've never had one. No, I've never ever seen a UFO or anything like that. Not to say that I don't believe in them, and I don't look for them every time we go outside and you know stare at the stars, but. Mm my um my husband's dad uh i think that i think it was like in the 80s or 90s um they all went hunting like these my you got to understand that my husband's family are like so like wild and hillbilly-ish you know they are like they could live off the land if there was a zombie apocalypse they would live (laughs) so (laughs) They were out there um, hunting or something, him and his brothers, and uh, all of a sudden, like, the sky was gone, he said. Like, it looked like a huge ship, as far as you could see, lights, and you could see, like, riding on the side of it. He said it covered the entire sky, and they thought it was falling down on them. And Yeah, and... I guess, like, a whole bunch of people saw it. I don't even know when it was. I need to, like, look this up and maybe go into depth about this again. But, um, yeah, it was apparently, 
it was they said that literally they couldn't see any of the sky it was just as far as i could see this thing just covering the whole sky and then like they said the next day that it was on the news that some kind of russian space station fell down or whatever but they're like that's bull (laughs) they didn't believe so i'm like what if that's like was some kind of a alien thing and covered it up that's weird yeah that's super creepy especially like they're writing on the side you know obviously yeah. they couldn't understand what it said or they'd be like it said fuck you <laughs> on the yeah. side of it said, i'm <laughs> going to kill you and take all yeah. your resources <laughs> yeah <laughs> fuck my ass assholes <laughs> or something crazy <laughs> yeah <laughs> you off. <laughs> but but yeah i thought uh you know, like, I did want your opinion on if you thought UFOs were real or, um, have you watched that documentary on Netflix? Uh, now I have to try and remember what it's called, mm. but it's about this guy that was supposedly abducted or aliens visited him and his family. Was he a, and his, a black guy? No. It was super huh. weird. But it was like super interesting because I was like, what? And they supposedly like caught recordings of the aliens, but everybody was skeptical saying that Photoshop way back in the 80s or 90s or whatever it was. So did they show those videos on the documentary? Documentary. Documentary. (laughs) I remember your face because he like supposedly got beat up and would like black out and um and then like have no recollection of what happened sounds like a friday night binge i know it did oh there it goes extraordinary the stan romanek story it's from 2013 Hmm. you gotta watch it and they need to watch it because i was like what but i couldn't tell you know it's hard to tell is it fake is it not fake whatever you know yeah, it's so, really hard to judge that, you know. I mean, especially because you know, some of the stuff's so far fetched. You're like, ah, oh, you're full of crap. But then, yeah. uh, you know, it could be true. It could be. I mean, like, we're. I don't know. Like, he, he didn't get very famous off of it. You know what I mean? Like, so. Yeah. I don't know. If that was the goal, it didn't really happen. I thought of something else too. Like, I think it's interesting how in the. 50s and 60s or whatever there were all of these uh ufo sightings and then um people were trying to document them and they really couldn't get a clear you know picture of them because of the quality of the equipment back in the day Mm -hmm. but now that we have all of this technology most of the time whenever you see something it's bullshit it's photoshop but i think it's interesting that it's it's like you know there for a while it was like this it was almost trendy to see a UFO. You know what I mean? Like everybody saw it. It happens so often. I'm saying now that we have the technology to like, you know, record it and take act, you know, real good quality pictures or videotape of it, then it's like, you don't see them hardly at all. And I'm like, did they advance when we advanced, you know, like back then they knew what technology we have and then they know what kind we have now. So are they like there? We just can't see them. Or are they just staying away because they know we have the technology to have better evidence? I just yeah. think that's strange. 
I really think that um, I think that could be it. Uh, there was a guy, and I'd have to look it up. He wrote a he wrote this book, and it's I think it's banned in uh, the U.S. Uh, but it's called I think it's something about uh, it's uh, upon a pale horse or something like that. But he was one of the first whistleblowers, and uh, he actually predicted 9/11 and uh, told about uh, aliens and all kinds of stuff. And uh, he he actually said something about 9/11 happening like a few months before it happened, and said that that it was going to happen and it happened and then he mysteriously got killed. <laughs> so wow, yeah, I don't remember his name. I'll have to look that up for another time. But uh, he he said that there was a lot of stuff uh, they've seen and I mean with aliens and uh, spaceships and all that stuff and that the government knew about it. You know, there's always those those type of conspiracy theories. But I know that that, that his book was is banned in the U.S. And I'm like, well, why is it banned in the U.S. if it talks about yeah, all this stuff? All the- so I'll have That's to find crazy. his name. Yeah, um, I think that it's totally entirely possible that a guy could get. Uh, taken by another ship or something you know because if they've got a whole lot if they're more advanced than we are of course they must be i mean they if they can get from wherever they're from to us then they must be um but i think that they would have the technology to to do that and they probably mm-hmm. want to study us as well <laughs> yeah yeah i mean there's a reason they're around you know <laughs> like there's reasons that people see them and i don't know like it, it does make me wonder um i did see where there's been more sightings here lately um actually in california and i think china wasn't really? there i think there was like a ufo over some ch- city in uh china um wow. and then there was one I thought around san francisco but i could be wrong um, there is one in California. This was all in January. Uh, the weird thing about it is that there's supposedly some, this is all thanks to Alexa because I listen to her in the morning and I'm like, Alexa, tell me what's going on. And she totally does. She comes through every time. But she was saying that there is um, this guy that claims to be from the future and he traveled back in time to our year this year. And um, actually in 2018, because he predicted that there would be more UFO sightings in January. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then all of a sudden there was. So I was like, wow. well, that's weird. Yeah. And he made other predictions that were kind of like, I hope that's not true. <laughs> just just oh, because. I and then it's like, but he supposedly is from the future. And I don't know. Obviously, like nobody knows could possibly know obviously he sounds crazy but that's a little weird that he that was one of his predictions i think back in december or november or something and then that actually happened because every more like almost for a week every morning that i played the news um the the weird news fact um source that alexa plays for me just about every morning was that there was another ufo sighting and i was like oh my god you know it was like around the world and yeah so i started to look up some of them and i was Mm -hmm. like oh this is getting creepy so 
I don't know, then I'm thinking, you know, surely we're going to see some around here anytime. Yeah, I was like, to see one. that would be awesome. I know. You know what? I mean, have you ever watched the movie The Fourth Kind? Yes, but it's been forever. <laughs> I guess that was based on a true story. Oh, really? Yeah, and I'm like, that was really interesting because you couldn't get into that place in Alaska without flying or I think it's by boat or flying and all that stuff happened and they have like documentation and stuff of the of this lady or I I mean they had video of it I don't was know was it the one with the psychiatrist that was yeah. involved or the therapist oh okay yeah I did hear that that was supposed to be true and I was that's one I did not get to watch and I was going oh you gotta watch it it'll freak you out okay yeah. yikes I'm like I'm totally weirded out by that movie and I'm like if that stuff's real like seriously I don't want it to be real (laughs) (laughs) of course Hollywood always makes it worse than it really was but that's true but still yet I mean the basis that they have the movie is probably creepy enough you know yeah I mean my thing is is if so many people in the world have like you know seen these things and you know they have you know people that don't ever even see each other you know they're on completely different continents and the same crap happens you know yeah what gives i don't know what the bleep what the bleep there we go (laughs) (laughs) all right do we want to move on to your topic um we can i mean I have always been terrified to die. Like, mm-hmm. I used to stay up at night as a kid and cry because I'm like, I'm going to die one of these days. And I don't really know that it's the actual act of dying, which, I mean, I think it is. But mm-hmm. it's the fact that, you know, one day I'm going to be laying there taking my last breaths. Am I going to be awake and knowing that this was it? Or am I going to, you know, be knocked out? I'm like, so freaked out you know about all that stuff and it caused a lot of like anxiety with me and I was kind of I don't know searching for something to kind of help with that and I came across this YouTube video um, of Becky Hawkins and what's funny is after I watched this which it helped me I found out that she lives like maybe in an hour and a half from where we live and I'm like, oh, wow. so I messaged her on Facebook and talked to her and um, she sent me her book. But anyway, uh, she used to be a uh, hospice nurse in Tulsa, Oklahoma, okay. for like 30 years. And uh, wow. she actually wrote sections about it. And I think she said she still does it to this day. Um, about she does when she was in the hospice and um, basically it's stories about what people see when they die like if they are about to die or they're in the dying process and still kind of able to speak the things that they see Um, I think one of the stories that she told was there was a little old man that uh, he was he had cancer and in his house there was a huge picture window and he was a preacher and he could see his um, it's like a, I don't know if it was a 
fruit tree or some sort of a tree and they could also see the church and he all they had rolled his bed to where he could like look out there and uh he liked to sit there well i guess um he was married before but his wife passed away so he had a new wife and she was one of those people that just couldn't handle it i mean he was dying um she knew it was about time for him to die so she calls Becky, the hospice nurse, and like, you need to come right now. And so her coping mechanism was to run out of the room <laughs> with her, you mm-hmm. know, and go to the kitchen and not come back. And uh, so uh, he was having trouble breathing and he asked Becky to lift him up so he could kind of breathe, you know, and she lifted him up so he could see out that window and he was just really having trouble. And uh, I guess she was like sitting behind him and lifting him up. And his, I think his head was on her shoulder or something. And uh, all of a sudden, you know, he just goes, oh, do you see them? Look, Becky, do you see them? There's angels everywhere. And he kept like looking all around the room and he says, they're all around. And then he's like, he hollers at his wife and he's like, I got to go. I'll see you later. And then she said he like put his hands up in the air and goes, my Lord and falls back on her and die uh, and passes away. Are you serious? That's what he did. So, you know, my thing is, is, you know, there's a lot of religious things that happen when people say they have a, a near death experience. And, um, I've been following a lot of different types of things, but, everybody loves joe rogan and Mm -hmm. uh they have been doing studies about dmt and how it affects the brain and that your you know your body has dmt and then when you die your brain or your body releases a whole bunch of it which is a hallucinogen so i mean what is that to say you know that it's just your brain or just a hallucination or if it's real that's my question yeah and like their their thought is that you know it whatever you see is what's comforting to you mm-hmm. so if you grew up religious then it makes sense that your near-death experience would be angels my near-death experience probably would be Channing Tatum just <laughs> everywhere because <laughs> that's very comforting to me <laughs> to the pony song that's right. That's all, right. all around me and i'll be like do you see it i'll see you later <laughs> i'll die right into there <laughs> oh my goodness but I'm really like, i'm just scared because you know my family was very well, my dad wasn't or still isn't a, a religious person he never went to church he said it never made him feel comfortable um, there he's like one of the nicest people ever like and the sweetest yeah. person ever i mean the dude cries at hallmark commercials you know and he'll help anybody i mean he's yeah. like so soft-hearted and sweet and i'm like okay just because he doesn't go to you know church and stuff if a god is as loving as they say he is then why would he why would he damn him you know exactly yes yeah i mean i don't understand some of it you know but i mean it's just the the fact of the matter is is like i i like i said i my family my my parent or my mom and my her side of the family were all really devout church of christ people so i've 
always had this thing shoved down my throat and saying, you know, so I'm terrified I'm going to like burn in hell, you know? I mean, I, I do this weird thing, like every single major holiday, every birthday, including this year, um, every time I kind of obsess about death and I'm always like, is this my last Christmas? Is this my last birthday? Like, that's my anxiety. And I like freak out. And um, I used to, like, I think my medication, <laughs> which makes me sound crazy. I think my medication has kind of me- mellowed me out a little mm-hmm. bit um, because too, I would be like hypochondriac or something because something would happen and I'm like, oh my God, what does that mean? Is that a sign that I'm like got cancer or something? I was so obsessed with cancer. <laughs> it was unbelievable. But um, that kind of subsided and went away a little bit. And But the fear of dying itself is still there. So I'm scared of it too. I don't really want to die like at all. No. And I like so that like comes up and every birthday and stuff. I'm just like, is this my last year? You know, like, am I going to be one of those? Oh, she was so young when she died. Am I going to be one of those statistics? You know, like, I don't want to. No. But I can't help. I can't help but thinking about it. it. It sucks too, because, you know, and I think a lot of mine is, is it's not, you know, I'm not even that, I'm not afraid to get like, you know, if you have a terminal illness, you know you're going to die. I mean, there's just no ifs, ands, or buts. If, you're, if you've got cancer and it's not curable, it's going to kill you, period. You know, And I think that I could probably deal with something like that more than I could. Um, like, my thing is, is like, I'm terrified to have a horrible wreck and, like, be laying on the side of the road, you know, dying while everybody else is going on about their business that that just freaks me out like and i feel bad for all the people that have ever had that happen to them we got really morbid all of a sudden (laughs) (laughs) went from ufos to everybody's dying (laughs) horrible death (laughs) i know But yeah, <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, if anybody, her book's called Transitions. Um, it's like uh, the experiences, it's like, it's called Transitions, the experience or education or something of a hospice nurse. And if you ever get a chance to read it, you have to, or at least look her up on YouTube and watch her like one hour thing. It's just her standing up behind a podium and talking. And it's like the most interesting stuff that I've like heard you know there's a lot of uh, religious aspects to it but uh she i don't really think is that really religious i mean i don't know i think she Mm -hmm. says she's more spiritual which makes sense Mm -hmm. yeah so it's probably what more you are too like you're a little bit more yeah spiritual than you religious right yeah i mean i would think yeah i i want to believe in a higher power and everything Mm -hmm. um my issue is that, you know, and of course, religion's always a touchy subject because I had, you know, issues with it myself. Um, but I think that the Bible as a whole has been tampered with so many times. Like, I mean, it's been translated from Hebrew. And I was watching, uh, I think it was a documentary or something about how it said that the word God in uh, the way it's written in the Hebrew is actually a plural. So it's like the gods and like, yeah. you know, which was like, well, dang, 
you know, if he's not the only one, he just wants us to be the only one you know, he, you know, that we worship, you know, then that means there's more out there. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't know. Just super, I don't know either. We can always get on a, a more in-depth religious conversation That's um, sure. at another time because that, that, I, I have got stories too. Yeah, I think that would be really interesting. So we can we can touch more on that later. Yeah. Um, I guess next time we will talk about something probably. I mean, obviously, completely different. I don't want it to be the same topic every time, but we will do another what the bleep in probably what two weeks. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. We'll find some kind of crap to do. Yeah. So in the meantime, <laughs> we'll do some research and come up with some topics to talk about uh and maybe it. be a little bit more um organized <laughs> <Just sad. laughs> yeah i think we did all right once we edit and stuff like that it'll be all right but yeah i can't all wait right. To all right well I, I will see you the next time okay bye crystal all right, all right bye <laughs>